The thing about Uriah Heep, a band I love, is that you've got a lot of time to work with, haven't you? You've got about 50 years, you know, and they go through different periods. So, you know, there's a, you know, the early period is, of course, more 70s. It being in the 70s, which will be your, um, your Sherlock Holmes type clue. Yes, that's what's and And then they go through a sort of period where they become lighter and try different things. And that period is a more overlooked period. They came back in 82 with, funnily enough, a new wave of British heavy metal, harder, new wave of British heavy metal touched album called Abominog. And that was very popular. And recently, I mean, they've continued going. It's not as if they've had massive pauses, you know, where we paused for 30 years and then came back. And recently, with a more settled lineup with Bernie Shaw and uh, with Phil Lanzon on keyboards, and Mick Box has always been there, always smiling, Mick, and quite right too, because he produces great music or helps to. Recently, they've hit a rich vein of form. Yes, and uh, you know, tracks like, um, well, um, stuff like, I suppose, Living the Dream is a fantastic piece of work. It's a few years old now, but stuff like Grazed by Heaven, I mean, really, they, they have a, what, since, they've, since they've come back, a harder sort of, um, sort of feel, a harder feel. It's sort of more of a classic rock, but with a, yeah, with a, with a tougher feel, really. And um, it's always good to have a new album from The Gentleman. And that's what's happened here. I was very lucky to have the um, the album up front because I reviewed it for... Um... Oh, by the way, Outside is a great album as well. Oh, wait, The Sleeper. I forgot, I'd forgotten all these. Anyway, let's talk about the new album because I was very lucky to get it early on, uh, earlier. It was released today. But I was lucky to have it a few weeks ago because I was reviewing it for a magazine. And the thing is, Uriah Heep have nothing to prove now. Nothing to prove because they've been doing it for many years. People love them or hate them. There's very little in between. And they've recently shown that they've got a rich vein of form and they can keep going. So why would you say, well, let's be a little tentative on this. They don't need to. They have, as I say, nothing, nout, nada to prove. And so this album, which is called very nicely Chaos and Colour, is um, a link back to the past. It's as if they're saying, we, we shouldn't be afraid to say we used to sound a bit like this. But although I'm saying it's a link back to the past, it's not really. It is. Yes, it sounds proggier. It's got a load of organ in it. There's a lot more organ on this. More of that in a minute. But it does also have that open, dramatic, musical theatre sound to it, which always which always linked to um, David Byron, really, their their early vocalist, who had that kind of drama in his voice and that kind of delivery. You've got a lot more uh, of that in this album. And the thing is, also quite a lot of the album has titles around light and, and, and sunrise, silver sunlight, hail the sunrise, Age of Chance, Golden Light. It's a very upbeat album. It's also a massive rock album. Save Me Tonight, which starts the album, has got a huge guitar, big drum beat, 
massive organ pushing along. Then you've got, and they do quite a lot of this, and I know that Heap are well known for this. There's a lot of this in this album. I love it. You've got Phil Lanzon's organ, and then you've got Mick Box segueing from there into a great burning guitar solo. It just gives you more for your money. And I love that. I must say I do. It's huge. Absolutely huge. Silver Sunlight follows. And although it sounds a bit more 70s, it's still massive. You've got a lot of prog here. Hail the Sunrise is massively prog. But then, Age of Changes sounds a bit like hair. It really does. I've got no problem with that. It's a big 70s classic rock, big theatrical production. When rock and theatre matched. The Kinks were trying to do it at that time as well, you know. In the early to mid-70s. Oh, yes, they were. Golden Light. Oh, by the way, you've got lots of R's in that Age of Changes, which sounds just like hair. It really does. Massive organ solo again. Explosive mickbox guitar solo. They can do no wrong here. You'll never be alone, though. It accesses their sweet, their folky side. And an enormous rock track just swaggers in and pushes everybody aside and says, hang on a minute, I'll do this. It's huge, but precise. They know what they're doing. They're playing really well. They close it out with Closer to Your Dreams, which is just a real rollicking rock party. Why would you not want that? Why would you not want that? And Golden Light has musical theatre, prog vocal. Bernie Shaw really warm vocals here, but he handles this extra drama beautifully well. Big Hammond stabs, and it it really sets out on a a huge, wild, magical foray. This this track. It does sound seventies, but it's it's recorded for now. It sounds great for now. The performances are fantastic, and this is a band who are in absolutely rude health. And this is a band who, let me just let me just remind you have been going for many many years very heavy very humble 1970 we're in 2023 that's extraordinary that they should sound that they're having such fun and that they know what they're doing and that they still want to know what they're doing they still want to do what they're doing should I say and I'm still wanting to hear what they're doing because this is fabulous chaos yes Rained in beautifully. Colour, loads. A veritable rainbow. A kaleidoscope, nonetheless. Or no less. And I'll tell you what, this is no less than a great Uriah Heap album. I think it's one of their best. But then, I can say that about most of them. Ta-ta.